The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio, as we are here in the month of October, which is all about prevention. And it's about not only prevention, but how do we prepare for the future to, so that we can prepare our loved ones not only for you know the future what lies ahead but also just in their everyday life and certainly we are so blessed again to have our wonderful Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements with us and Daphne um, how's your October going? Well so far so good I mean it's uh, kicking off a little bit with some sunshine and then we got some foggy weather so it's feeling pretty typical but generally we are good yes we are good and and you know we're excited to kind of move into a new chapter of you know pumpkin spice and and soups and all kinds of things that are going on and obviously there's a lot of talk of preparing for the holidays i was just in a a uh, grocery or a uh, department store just briefly i do mostly drive by but here out in front you know there's christmas trees they've got out already and it's just crazy to think about that's where people's mindsets are going and certainly um you know families are going to be coming together here soon and one of the things i know Daphne that we've talked about a lot is when you haven't seen mom or dad for a while and especially obviously with covid um there's not a lot of uh haven't been a lot of interaction with uh, your senior loved one you might might notice some things or there might be some warning things that I would love to kind of spend this hour with you talking about, you know, preparation. How do you prepare a loved one that is a senior for changes that could come? Because obviously, um, you know, there's a method to it and certainly to honor their dignity and to make them a part of that discussion is really important. And I'd love to explore those concepts with you today. Well, this is very timely because, um, as you said, we are getting into the holiday season and you might be traveling, you know, in some form or fashion or being able to see your loved ones maybe via Zoom or FaceTime or something like that. And when you witness some changes after you haven't seen someone for a while, I want to prepare our listeners to, to being able to say, it's okay that there's changes. This is the natural aging process, so don't panic. Um, but more mm-hmm. importantly, do be aware of them and then, you know, be able to talk with your family, talk with your parents, your aunts, uncles, whoever it is that um, you are responsible for interacting with, um, honestly. But the most important word to remember is respectfully. And so think mm-hmm. about how you may feel if you're hearing new information that's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. creeping up on you. Most people, ourselves included, don't recognize the changes that are happening in ourselves. And it right. takes a good friend, an honest family member, um, to say the things that we don't want to necessarily hear, but in a way mm-hmm. that's loving and can be heard. So usually the blunt approach does not work. It's a better idea to, to, in my opinion anyway, to think about how can I have someone self-discover something that's changing? How can Mm -hmm. I lead someone to recognizing it for themselves? And that comes across um, best when we use I sentences. If we think about things for ourselves and if it's conversational. So let me give you some examples. 
it can happen in a way that says, oh, mom, you know, I just was so surprised the other day. I was raking the leaves and I just couldn't even believe that my upper arms hurt so much. I guess I don't use those muscles very often. I, I have to pay attention a little bit more to how I'm moving and maybe being intentional about maybe lifting that can of soup 20 more times so that I can keep my upper body strength. Make it something right. jovial, but she it will get her to start thinking about her mm-hmm. own body. You might even right. get a story that says, oh, I've just noticed that lifting the laundry basket is too heavy. Mm-hmm. Or you can, you know, stimulate those conversations of things that are pertinent to your loved one's life. Maybe have that ex- that example of, I just mm-hmm. bent over and stood up incorrectly when I lifted the laundry basket, and now I've got a tweak in my back. And simple stories like that plant the seed of something being reflective. Also, when you have those I sentences, it takes the focus off of them. It gives humanity to the conversation that they are not in this alone. What you're saying is so profound. And even for me that's in my mid-60s right now, um, it's interesting. I have a great friend that's in her mid-40s, and we were working in my garden the other day. And I kept saying, oh, I'm sorry, I can't can't get back there. And I'm making all these, you know, like, oh, I really need to do this more. And she looked right at me like she said, Suzanne, I'm 20 years younger than you. Would you relax? I can do it. <laughs> and I, I went, well, I don't think of myself as getting older, but you're right. She can do things that she's 20 years younger than me. And I'm not even what you would say, somebody that's got challenges, but it is a, it was a definite time for reflection when I started thinking about, you know, I can't do things that I used to do before. I don't have the lung stamina that I used to have before. You know, and those are things that in little pieces, it started me reflecting even at my younger, you know, senior years. Yes. And along those same lines, it's the recognition of the aging process is normal and it's a good thing. It's a mm-hmm. good thing mm-hmm. to be in an aging process. It's not a bad thing. It's just a new chapter of life. The American culture is not real good at embracing this idea, and so we have to be very intentional. Our American culture is more about staying younger, not having a wrinkle, being able to move more. I mean, to deny that you're 20 years older than, than someone who's 40 is, is kind of a little bit insane because your body is a machine. <laughs> It's, it's a <laughs> well, machine, you and machines get tired. Yeah, Go I was going to say, instead of feeling like you're having to apologize, it's almost like a rite of passage. Like, you don't have to do this anymore. Or, you know, it's understandable why you're not. And it was it was really kind of an eye-opener for me, just overwhelming. And here I was feeling guilty because I, I wasn't doing what she was doing. And those are the things I think that what you're bringing up was the fact that, you know, it's okay to not be able to do things like that and to celebrate, you know, the, the passages that, you're, that we go through, for sure. That's exactly right. Or just yesterday I was having a conversation with a 90-year-old woman who is so amazing. I mean, I must have said three times to her, oh. I want to be like you when I grow up. But one of the things that we <laughs> talked about was her driving. And she says, oh, sadly, you know, I just asked her, I said, are you still driving? And, and oh, that's a good point. Please don't be assumptive that things have stopped. Um, let right. someone gracefully let you know 
don't just assume that things are have changed because they're a particular age. You do not know where they're at in their journey. But anyway, back to the driving. She says, no, I'm not driving as much. And then she said, honestly, I'm not driving at all. And I just jumped right in and I said, oh, my goodness. I said, you have gotten to the place of having the right to be chauffeured. What a wonderful place in, in life. I said, if I, at the age that. of 56, I would gladly have someone chauffeur me through this trip. <laughs> and she laughed. Yes. And she said, that's a good way to look at it. And I said, now you have people at your beck and call. And she mm-hmm. went into the, the idea that, oh, it puts my daughters out and whatnot. And the two daughters were sitting there and they're like, no, it doesn't put us out, Mom. We just have to get on the calendar and talk about it. We might have to be a little more forward thinking and not as spontaneous. But, but we mm-hmm. can do it and we are, we're happy to do this. So now she has got this painted in her brain. In fact, she ended our conversation with, I will enjoy being chauffeured. I said, yeah, make a big mm-hmm. deal about it. Have them open your door, you know, help you get into the car. Mm-hmm. This is a rite of passage. You have earned it. So it's all in how you um, frame things. It's mm-hmm. how we look at them. And like I said earlier, our American culture is not good at celebrating the aging process. But we can, in our small little world, our small little family worlds, can slowly start to change that and to celebrate you now have X, Y, Z at your beck and call. You've earned the right to have someone clean your mm-hmm. toilet. You've earned the right. right. Mom, you're such a good baker. You know, pass that down. Have have us learn how to make that left stuff. That's what she did. Don't, you know, those are things that can also be a generational passage. Um, mm-hmm. In that comes a sense of purpose. It comes a sense of pride. Um, instead of loss. And so we and just, you know, again, what, reframe things. Yes. And it helps to, I think, to eliminate the concern and the fear within your loved one of the fear of not wanting to be a burden. It, you know, yes. having those conversations to say, you know, mom or dad, I am so glad I get an opportunity to have this time with you, or I'm glad I get to do things for you now that I didn't get to do before. So all of a sudden those mm-hmm. feelings of, I don't want to be a burden to you, um, are, are lessened because they realize that you as an adult child or, uh, you know, whether it's a relative or a friend, um, that you're, you're honored that you're privileged to, to help do things for them or to help have those conversations. So I love that about just to remember that piece alone. So Daphne, uh, how do we reach you? Well, the best place to reaching um, Pinnacle Senior Placements is at our 855 number, which is 855-734-1500. And you are also welcome to, to reach out to us via our website, which is Pinnacle seniorplacements.com and uh, we would love to to reach out uh, to any of you and and get back to you and have a conversation about where you're at in your journey and you know i i would not i would be remiss also we don't say it enough daphne has a whole library of podcasts that you can listen to on her website and she's amazing she's a great great 
um, you know, way shower and helper for families that are just even no matter where you are in your journey. We hope you'll give Daphne a call and Daphne's going to be with us for the hour. So next segment, let's talk a little bit more about preparing your loved one. How do we start to have these conversations and what do we need to educate ourselves on? Daphne will be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.